Alrighty. Let's see how we're looking here this morning. Yeah, that's good. Yes, sir, that looks good. Oh. Fuse box, a show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. Hey, buddy, it's me. Listen, I'm uh, running a little late. My appointment to uh, get my back waxed uh, got bumped back. So uh, I'm headed to the studio now. Oh, no sweat, bro. Oh, and uh, Happy New Year. Say, how about uh, swinging by Suicide Sally's and picking us up a tot platter to go? I got some uh, cold ones on ice and thought maybe, you know, we'd uh, raise a glass to the new... Hey, hey, hey. Whoa, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, whoa. What the hell's going on? Bill, what the heck is going on there? I have no idea, bro. H hang on. All right, now, now, all right. What's that, guys? What's that? NFTs? You think we can get rich by creating NFTs? Non-fungible tokens. A unique and non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a blockchain, which is a form of digital ledger? And you say that NFTs can be associated with reproducible digital files, such as photos, videos, and audio? And that NFTs use a digital ledger to provide a public certificate of authenticity or proof of ownership, but do not restrict the sharing or copying of the underlying files? And the lack of interchangeability distinguishes NFTs from blockchain cryptocurrencies, such as Bitcoin. And because NFTs are all the rage right now, with people who have more money than cents, Millennials, 40-year-old comic book collectors living in their parents' basement, hippies, and podcasters who can't get dates. Fusebox should get on the bandwagon so we can rake in millions and millions of dollars, or at least delude ourselves into thinking it's possible. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah, yeah, NFTs! <laughs> wow, you're going to buy a peanut butter farm, huh? Oh, and a rocket ship? <sighs> nice little dudes. You know, I think I'm going to buy Elvis's DNA and maybe, uh, you know, bring him back to life. <laughs> well, what are we waiting for, dudes? Let's go make some NFTs. Come on. NFTs, 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 NFTs. Milt? Guys? Hello? Hello? Hey, guys, are you there? <sighs> yeah, yeah. 2022. It's gonna be a great year. So NFTs, huh? Yep. You have no idea what an NFT actually is, do you? Nope. Not a fucking clue, bro. <laughs> okay. 
This is Fusebox number 188. Signal to noise. And you might be coming in a little fuzzy. Yeah, you know, you might need to clean your heads. Or maybe just a little gentle degaussing is in order, you know? Or maybe just go ahead and rewind and start over. Oops. Hello, friends, and uh, welcome in to this, the 188th edition of Fusebox, clinically entitled Signal to Noise. And uh, we shall endeavor to explain that momentarily. I am your remastered from the original source to preserve its flavor host, Mark Rose. And uh, over there, a guy who is always 100% signal and 0% noise, at least when he's upright, the deacon of decibels himself, Milt Keynes, everybody. Yeah, thank you kindly. And a happy new year, bro. Well, the same to you, my friend, and uh, may we all enjoy a prosperous one in uh, 2022. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like you're already planning to become entrepreneurial. Oh, hell yes. NFTs, bro. They are the wave of the future. So, uh, what exactly are you planning? I mean, uh, NFT-wise. Uh, no idea. Uh... Eco and Milo are on fire with this thing, so uh, I don't know. But, but you know, they do have a nose. For Wait a minute. You, you think taking financial advice from a couple of Japanese pocket squirrels is uh, is prudent? Man, the way these last couple of years have played out, they have as much chance of being spot on as anybody. Well, Milo did call that whole peanut butter shortage thing last fall, you know? Yeah. And uh, Ego nailed that prediction that uh, Mark Zuckerberg was actually a giant insect in a polo shirt. Well, this NFT craze has definitely bloomed over the last few months. And uh, friends, if uh, this all seems like a a foreign language to you... It's because it is a foreign language. Yeah, yeah. An NFT, or non-fungible token is a uh, piece of art that is created as a uh, unique one-off object and then is uh, joined to this mysterious thing called the blockchain, a uh, highly secure piece of software that acts as kind of a data repository for all the uh, metadata associated with the art. For instance, who created it, uh, when they created it, uh, royalty information, banking information, and, and so on. So it's like a big registration card or, uh, or maybe ledger for a uh, unique piece of art. Now, financial transactions are all done using cryptocurrency like uh, Bitcoin or uh, Ethereum or uh, some other variety. Yeah, the whole damn world's going nuts for these things. I mean, they're paying millions of dollars to get them. Well, you know, not quite. Um, Yes, there are some pricey pieces out there for sure, just like there are some pricey paintings or pieces of pottery or metal sculptures. Not every NFT is going to fetch a billion dollars out of the gate. A lot of the buzz uh, actually has to do with the subject being minted and also whom 
is doing the minting. It's uh, it's very buzz based as usual. So, uh, what if I made an NFT from a person? Uh, uh, from a from a person? Yeah. Say I, uh, you know, just hypothetically speaking here. Yeah. But just saying, I, you know, like I wanted to, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, make an NFT out of uh, like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. <sighs> I'd need to digitize her somehow, right? I mean, now, would she fit on a flatbed scanner? I mean, you know, the real big industrial size. Y- you know, I, I really wouldn't recommend that course of action. Huh. Wouldn't fit on a scanner, huh? Well, I, I think the legal issues would... Hey, 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 what about a drum scanner? I'm sure she'd fit around that. She's not very big, right? Uh, problematical, Mr. Keynes. Problematical. Huh. Well, maybe you're right. Nothing prevents you from creating a piece of artwork, though, right? Because that's what most folks... Vinny! Vinny? My buddy Vinny. Oh, he's got a welding shop across town. He works on bus parts and stuff. Oh, hell, he could make a drum to fit that scanner. Hell, he could probably build the whole scanner. Uh... I gotta give him a call. (laughs) I'll be back in the flesh. Yeah. Well, you know. (laughs) Uh, It seems like a good time as any to uh, take a short break. And maybe, uh, alert the authorities. No. I forbid you to go. A show for everybody. But not everybody will like it. Fuseboxshow.com And we're back. So, friends, uh, we begin 2022 with a uh, delightful program anniversary and an update as well. As it would seem, we are now officially beginning our eighth year of these here shenanigans. Yay! Yeah. Wow. Seems like just seven years ago we started this thing. Nice. Who'd have thunk it? Surely not I. <laughs> As I was just trying to stay sane back there in 2015 by giving myself some oddball audio assignments that clearly no one would pay me to do. So, uh, and yes, but also, it was damn fine therapy. Some might argue it's still mostly therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I'd uh, be inclined to agree with them. And uh, over the last year, we've had, uh, oh man, terrific opportunities to help produce some really fun projects. Um, And it looks like uh, that's going to continue in the coming year. And uh, for that, I am uh, most eternally grateful. But that's not all. We're giving away this beautiful lounge suite. No, no, Mr. Keynes. Something quite cool has happened, though. Just a few days ago, we received word that another radio station will be joining the Fusebox family. Radio station KXRW will now be carrying the program beginning uh, in a couple of weeks, as it turns out. Well, that calls for a shout-out, I do believe. (laughs) Yeah! Good on us. Absolutely. Indeed. Bartender, a round of good for everybody. 
Now, uh, these cats are located... Uh, uh, in Vancouver, Washington, just uh, over the bridge there from us here in Portland. Wow. All right, so our broadcast empire is growing. One innocent and unsuspecting radio transmitter at a time. We are delighted to be sharing the air with the other fine programs there on uh, KXRW. And we promise we won't stink up the air. Really. Seriously. And seriously, really. No, we shall not indeed. We uh, might provide a giggle or two for you in the course of your day. Or just depress the hell out of you and send you screaming into oncoming traffic. Uh, Well, hopefully not that. Uh, KXRW offers streaming worldwide as well, so you can... Enjoy the totally unique experience of hearing Fusebox on the radio. Wow, just like the real thing. Only uh, more simulated. So, you've undoubtedly heard this term, signal-to-noise ratio. Perhaps, right? Usually, it's uh, referring to the amount of noise floor relative to a pure audio signal. How much hiss or distortion is present in a uh, recording or piece of audio equipment. Uh, Lately, however... This term has also been used to describe the amount of factual information to the amount of inaccurate information, or... Lies. uh, Yes, lies. Or, as we uh, like to call it around here on occasion, pig wins. Yeah, buddy, and it's at gale force velocity about now. It has reached a severe weather warning at... uh, The least. If there was ever a time to employ critical thinking, friends, uh, I think that time would be now. You know, it it just seems like gaslighting has replaced sports as a national pastime. It's a mutation of a process that started way back in the early crisis management days. I'm talking 40s, 50s, and 60s, when when the actual manipulation of public perception was becoming (laughs) an art form. Hell, seems like it started even before that, yeah? Well, yeah, an argument could be made that it's uh, it actually truly started with the invention of the uh, public relations department or uh, publicity agent. It has now uh, <laughs> transformed, shall we say, into this ravingly mad cartoon, like some three-headed bird that quacks and tweets and barks at the same time. Well... Stuff is getting real for a couple of these liars. Like, uh, come on down to Congress and tell us your story. In front of the nation, by the way. Yeah, and you know, you might have heard that that uh, Sean Hannity guy from Fox News just recently in the spotlight for some curious text he sent on the day before the insurrection and uh, during. You know, I'm just waiting for the hammer to come down on the organizers of that thing. I mean, you have some kind of war room set up in a hotel across town trying to coordinate the hijacking of democracy. Yeah. With all the usual suspects in there, you know, communicating with one another on how to stop the confirmation proceedings. I tell you, something has got to give way here. Yeah, yeah. And actually, to that point, the uh, signal-to-noise ratio there is pretty low. I'd say mostly noise. Not difficult at all to hear through this static. We're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. Walk down to the Capitol, and we're going to cheer on 
are brave senators and congressmen and women because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Can you say failed coup? Yes. Yes, we can. Another interesting uh, side effect of all this static and distortion is that it, uh, <laughs> it appears to be fragmenting the very inner workings of the big lie machine as well. <laughs> We're seeing reports of uh, devotees uh, spinning off and uh, trying to distance themselves with great haste from the uh, crazy machine just as fast as their little feet will take them. Or the indictments will carry them. Journal. So, friends, we are getting closer now to the premiere of the much-anticipated radio adaptation of Richard Holton's classic hypertext novel, Fagursky at Findhorn on Acid, a project I've been um, sharing with you over the uh, past few shows. And I, uh, I can now say that uh, production has wrapped on this uh, epically absurdist jaunt. Yeah? So, uh, how you feel, man? Well, I'm, I'm delighted. This, this was a sheer joy to produce, and we had some very, very talented folks featured in this production. Really, it's a first, really. Uh, a radio adaptation of a hypertext novel has not been done <laughs> previously. So, uh, we're kind of blazing the trail here. And for those coming in for the first time, well, welcome. And uh, secondly, this hypertext novel by Richard Holton was uh, published in 2001 and uh, was originally created using a now, uh, sadly, lost software application called StorySpace. And the novel featured thousands of hypertext links, three main characters, three significant locations, and one, well, perhaps two, mechanical pigs. And yes, friends, acid. That acid. Yeah. Wild acclaim followed, initial publication. But uh, as you might imagine, uh, these days, uh, changes to computer operating systems and uh, software upgrades, uh, sadly, it, uh, it just rendered Figursky at Findhorn on acid virtually unavailable, lost in the mists of time, for nearly 20 years. But wait! In uh, 2021, a very talented team of undergraduate researchers at the Electronic Literature Lab, also known as ELL, at Washington State University, Vancouver, led by Dr. Dini Grigar, successfully revived, reconstituted, and put it all back together neatly, making it available to the uh, open web in both classic and contemporary formats. Now, here's where uh, uh, we all come in. Uh, shortly thereafter, uh, John Barber, who heads up the Creative Media and Digital Culture Program at Washington State University and is uh, executive producer for this uh, reimagined radio series uh, that uh, is going to be the platform for the premiere of the show, he uh, devised a way, when writing the uh, radio adaptation, 
To navigate the thousands of links in Holton's original novel and uh, situate the three main characters, Frank Vygursky, uh, Nyan Van Do, the no-hands cup flipper, and uh, Fatima Michelle Vouchanger at Findhorn, the uh, intentional New Age community at Findhorn, Scotland, along with, of course, and but also, the two mechanical pigs and plenty of acid. So uh, we've been highlighting the uh, production process of this project over the uh, past few programs. And uh, at the same time, uh, introducing the three main characters. Today, we meet the other two primary characters in this gloriously absurdist romp. The first is uh, Nyan Van Do, the uh, no-hands cup flipper, played by Heath Houghton. And uh, we join him as he describes a deliriously mind-warping experience at Findhorn. Shanna and Zed tweezed me a shiny black square of acid before the start of Friday night sharing. And an hour later, all of Findhorn is glowing and growing. Alive with nature spirits. Outrageous roses explode liquid reds and yellows into the snow. Three-foot zucchinis and basketball-sized broccoli erupt from volcanoes of sparkly sand. The human characters all seem connected by luminous threads to the earth and the sky. Voices ping and zip and mingle with the previously undetectable low squeaking sounds of plants. And in the distance, the ocean like a giant woolen muffler. All of us together sing a chorus to the great circle of being. Holy carp. You know, I, I think I just got a contact high. Yeah, very possibly, Mr. Keynes. This one will definitely have you examining the zipper of the time-space continuum. So, uh, acid is just like a party favor, or...? Oh, it's, an, it's, it's, it's openly served at the buffet table. Yeah. As you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So next, we have the man of the hour, Frank Figursky. Played by our buddy, Sam A. Maori. A little uh, backstory is uh, important here, too, I think, uh, before our introduction to Mr. Figursky. As uh, Richard Holton writes in his original uh, novel, Frank Figursky spent 21 years in graduate school without completing his Ph.D. In 1987, he was convicted of second-degree murder with diminished capacity for killing Harvard mathematics professor Quentin Kingsley. And then after spending six years in the Massachusetts Correctional Institution at Walpole, he was paroled in 1993 at the age of 48. Hold up. He killed his mathematics professor. <laughs> yes, true story. Yeah, and I've always speculated that he uh, maybe bludgeoned him with a ceramic bookend shaped like a foo dog, you know? Or maybe one of those decorative octopus lamps, you know? All the characters in this uh, radio adaptation are based on actual people. Uh, some names have been slightly modified 
to uh, prevent legal issues, but uh, all totally real folks. Wow. Yeah. So uh, we pick up this scene where uh, Frank is on stage at Findhorn during what is referred to as Friday Night Sharing, where members of the uh, group get up on stage and uh, share something. So Frank, under the creeping influence of a little windowpane acid, relates the following. I'm trying to act normal, trying to follow the action to be a part of the scene. I think you know I found something in the dunes. You probably want it. Maybe it was intended for you, but it just dropped out of the sky is what I think. Wooden crate, partially buried in sand. Pried off a board with a pocket knife. Found inside... uh, Something marvelous. Easy enough to hide. You're used to seeing me carry my duffel around now, taking up the extra seat beside me. Couldn't share. I didn't want to arouse suspicions by staying alone in the trailer. So here I am, up on the stage. Feels like I'm drawn here, natural and unnatural at the same time that I... I wonder if I'm dreaming. Could this be the acid? Here is what I've been carrying around. A mechanical pig. It's mine. Finders keepers, losers weepers. It's a mechanical pig. One of two said to exist in the world. Have you seen the second one? Yeah, I'm in. Well, welcome aboard, Mr. Keynes. You won't be bored, I assure you. Uh, Fagurski at Finhorn on Acid premieres January 17th on KXRW at 1 p.m. Pacific time and a bunch of other stations as well that I'll uh, list but uh, will also be available as a live stream and uh, on-demand stream as well. You can go to reimaginedradio.net for full details there. Links uh, are, of course, in the show notes for all that good stuff. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to catch it in some form because I do not think you will be disappointed. And uh, with that little bit of altered state of awareness uh, hanging in the air like a dancing paisley squid, we grab our vintage oscilloscope and oxygen-free test cables and uh, scurry back down the subwoofer port, but not before thanking our contributors to this edition of Fusebox, Heath Houghton and Sam A. Mowry. Thanks as well to author Richard Holton for creating a marvelous rabbit hole to jump into with both flappy feet. John Barber for braving the daunting task of uh, adapting Fagurski at Findhorn on acid and giving the green light for this project in the first place. And of course... Thanks as well to the ever-green-light-waving Doctor of Decibels, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance and so forth and so on. A pleasure as always. Oh, and hey, in case you haven't, because, you know, you, you had one too many pink squirrels or something over the New Year's Eve, mash that subscribe button and maybe even give us, you know, a nine out of five stars or something while you're there. That would be most appreciated and Welcome, friends. Truly would. I 
have been your factory refurbished to ensure quality. Post, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Can I make an NFT out of a whole state?